Hello beautiful people, welcome to another episode of the Word Up Podcast, your Bible study companion. We hope you've been blessed by previous episodes. If you're new here, would like to say a big welcome. We believe you're not here by accident and we've got something great for you today. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, tea or juice and let's get right into it. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 17. I read the NIV. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I'll just read a few verses leading up to 17 from 15. It says, For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus, and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Praise the Lord. This verse really got me thinking and portrays a few things that have been on my mind lately. The people referred to in this scripture were said to have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and they also demonstrated love for all God's people. So they have faith in the Lord Jesus and demonstrated love for all God's people. Now that's something that many hope to attain. These are believers that we would consider to have attained a certain height of spiritual maturity. So faith in Jesus is the basis for being a Christian. For without faith in Jesus, there is no Christianity. Someone once asked Jesus, what was the greatest commandment? And Jesus' response to him was, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength. And then he went on to say, love your neighbor as yourself. It seems to me like the people in the Ephesian church seem to be walking in line with what Jesus said. How did I come to that conclusion? One, they had faith in God. And two, they had love for all God's people. But the passage tells us that since the apostle heard of them, he never ceased to pray for them. And that leads me to our first lesson in this episode. No one is too high to be prayed for. No one is too high to be prayed for. I feel there are certain people in the body of Christ who are somewhat neglected. For example, pastors, leaders, shepherds or vicars as the case may be. Many feel these group of people are okay and don't need prayers. Yes, we pray they're okay and it is our desire that they remain so, but for them to be, they need our support in prayers, love and care. The pastor should not be the only one caring for others. Pastors also need care just like any other member in the church. They stay up late preparing for sermons. They're the first to be in church and last to leave. After church, they go visiting members that need extra care and support. Why not take a moment to say a prayer for your pastors and leaders? Pour out into those that have been pouring out into you. Pray for their family, their children, their welfare. And if you can, make this a regular occurrence. 
I'm speaking to myself as well, so don't think I'm excellent at this. Let us take time to pray for our leaders and pour out into those who have constantly poured out into us. As we take this forward, there is a place for more. There is always a place for more. The more we know Christ, the more we are drawn to know him. The apostle said he kept praying that God will give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. And the prophet Isaiah speaking about Jesus in Isaiah 11 and verse 2 said the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding. The spirit of counsel and of might. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. So the spirit of wisdom is the Holy Spirit of God. That's the spirit of creation. That's the spirit that created the whole world. James, who is the Lord's brother, was speaking to us when he said, If you lack wisdom, ask God. Ask of God the source, for he is the source of wisdom. He gives freely to everyone and he will not deny if you ask. So do you, do you think you lack wisdom in a particular area? This doesn't mean you're foolish. It just means insight. You can be in a certain situation and lack insight. So that's a place to call for wisdom. Ask of God. It can be in your studies. Are you a student and you're struggling in a particular subject? Say mathematics, for example. Then you ask God for wisdom. God, I receive wisdom for mathematics. I receive wisdom to excel in this subject. Whatever it is, if it's marital struggle, you're struggling in marriage, it is a place to ask for wisdom. So you pray to God and say, Lord, I receive wisdom to succeed in marriage. If it is business, you ask God for wisdom. So you're asking God for wisdom for specific issues. If you're struggling in ministry, we're saying, Lord, I receive wisdom. I receive insight to succeed in this area of life. So when we say, if you lack wisdom, ask. It doesn't mean you're foolish. It just means there are certain areas of life that will not come into that full revelation of that knowledge that will help us excel. So when we get to that point in life where it seems as if we're in the dark, it is a place to ask God for wisdom. And God will not withhold wisdom from those who ask freely. Solomon was blessed with wisdom in an exceptional measure and in Proverbs 4 and 7 he says, getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. Wow. <laughs> getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. That's not me talking. That's the Bible. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 7, the NLT. He says, getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do and whatever else you do, develop good judgment. This doesn't sound like what many would advise today. While it seems like making money is the most important thing there is, getting wisdom is the most important thing you can do, the Bible says. It makes sense to get that degree. Yes, I know that business deal. Yes, I know and the likes. But in all you get, if you lack wisdom, it all makes no sense. So then, what's the value in wisdom? Why, why do we need to go after wisdom so desperately? 
Let's look at a few scriptures to see what's special about wisdom that make it so important. Proverbs 24 and 5 says, The wise are mightier than the strong, and those with knowledge grow stronger and stronger. He says, The wise are mightier than the strong, and those with knowledge grow stronger and stronger. And Charles Spurgeon says, Wisdom is the right use of knowledge. To know is not to be wise. Many men know a great deal and are all the greater fools for it. There is no fool so great a fool as knowing a fool. <laughs> but to know how to use knowledge is to have wisdom. Some deep stuff there, isn't it? <laughs> One can have strength but lack strategy. Wisdom is more profitable than strength. Through wisdom, one can put together systems that overcome strength. I'll take that again. One can have strength but lack strategy. Wisdom is more profitable than strength. Through wisdom, one can put together systems that overcome strength. Think not too far. Goliath was a man of great strength, a man of war from his youth, a giant indeed who trusted in his armory to defeat David. But David, on the other hand, a shepherd boy, not experiencing battles like Goliath was, but he did something which gave him victory even before the battle started. <laughs> David surrendered the fight to God. He took himself out of the equation and engaged the wisdom of God. David said, you come to me with spares and armors, armories and all the likes, but I come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. I come to you in the name of the Lord. At that point, David took himself out of the equation and engaged the wisdom of God. He engaged the power of God. There's so much to learn from the David and Goliath story. It goes beyond knowing it as a notable Bible story to applying its principles to daily life. When you encounter situations that seem too big for you, the kind that people whom you hold at high esteem have surrendered to, don't give up. There is some surrendering that needs to be done, but not to the situation. To change the situation, you surrender to God Step out of the equation and bring God into it and watch him win your toughest battles. This brings us to a wholesome truth that wisdom is not a concept. Wisdom is a person. Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God and the power of God. Bible says in 1 Corinthians 1 and 24, it says, But to those called by God to salvation, both Jews and Gentiles, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. So growing in wisdom is growing in the person of Jesus Christ. And as we bring this to a close, the spirit of wisdom and revelation that we may know him better was what God Paul prayed for the Ephesians and that is a valid prayer for us today. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The believers already had some form of knowledge, but there's a place to know even better. The spirit of wisdom implants godly wisdom in our hearts, leading us to all truths and exposing us to the mystery of God's kingdom. 
you know like i said earlier when we're in a place that we don't understand what to do when we're in a place of confusion is a place to engage god's wisdom but the truth is we don't need to wait to be in a place of confusion to engage god's wisdom we can begin to receive god's wisdom in advance for every situation such that we don't get confused in any situation we're in oh praise the lord for jesus is the wisdom of god and the power of god so before you step out into your day you are receiving wisdom for that day you say lord i receive wisdom for every situation i encounter i receive grace to navigate through life circumstances so you're not waiting to be in trouble before you cry out you are storing wisdom in advance for every situation you meet such that people wonder when they are confused when they are perplexed when they are depressed you're not confused you know what to do per time because you have engaged the wisdom of god you have engaged the revelation power of god every believer needs in increasing measure the spirit of wisdom and revelation this we ought to pray for ourselves and fellow believers that god will take us to a deeper place in his wisdom and revelation shall we pray dear father we thank you for your word which has come forth help us dear father to be in a place of intercession for our leaders help us to stand in the gap praying for them praying for our fellow believers praying for those who are pouring out to us and we use this opportunity to pray for pastors for prophets for apostles for teachers for vicars we pray that you would bless them for the immense work they're doing we ask dear father that you pour out upon them an innumerable measure of your spirit of wisdom and revelation that as they engage your word as they stay in the place of study in the place of meditation in the place of reflection that you will drive them deep into a new level of revelation and understanding of your word lord we thank you because we know you are good you are kind you are loving and compassionate we give you praise for this word today in Jesus name we have prayed amen thanks for tuning into the word of podcast today we hope you've been blessed and inspired by god's word see you next time for another exciting and inspiring episode of the word of podcast god bless you